where we share thoughts and ideas to uplift you throughout your day. It's easy for us to focus on the bad things in our lives. In fact, as humans, our brains are wired to give more importance to negative experiences compared to positive ones. It's something that psychologists refer to as the negativity bias. Neuroscience Rick Hansen described it well like this. He wrote, most positive experiences flow through the brain like a water through sieve, while negative ones are caught every time. Now, the negativity bias is a normal tendency. It's basically a default response that is wired into our brains. This response helped our ancestors to pay attention to the bad things that could be real threats to survival. And it was important to be on hyper alert for these things because survival is key. But the negativity bias isn't as useful in today's world where we no longer have to run from predators or avoid natural hazards. Here's the important thing to know. Just because the negativity bias is a default setting, that doesn't mean that we can't override it. And the way we override it is by catching more positive experiences, by intentionally acknowledging the good things instead of letting them flow through the sieve unnoticed. This is why it's so important to savor the positive, to make an effort to really focus on the positive things in our lives and absorb them as much as possible. As you continue your day today and move through your week, I encourage you to be aware of your own negativity bias and to bring some mindful intention to counterbalance it by savoring the good. And remember, if it doesn't come easy all the time, if it doesn't feel like it's happening naturally, well, it doesn't happen naturally for anyone. We all have to put an effort in to override the negativity bias. But luckily, it's an effort that's joyous. So try to mentally take stock of the good moments, the positive experiences, the unexpected joyful surprises that come along. You can even spend time writing them down, creating a gratitude journal, or simply taking note of them in your calendar. It's all about making that effort to be conscious of all the good things that are already happening. مسلمانوں تمہیں مال و جان دونوں کی آزمائشیں پیش آ کر رہے گی اور تم اہل کتاب اور مشرقین سے بہت سی تکلیف دے باتیں سنو گے اگر ان سب حالات میں تم صبر اور خدا ترسی کی روش پر قائم رہو تو یہ بڑے حوصلے کا کام ہے حالات کا مقابلہ کرنے کے لیے قرآن مجید نے بہت پہلے سے رہنمائی فرمائی ہے اور آج بھی وہ کارگر ہے غزوہ عہد میں جب مسلمانوں کو مشرقوں کی طرف سے خاصا جانی مالی نقصان اٹھانا پڑا تھا اس کے بعد سورہ عالی عمران نازل ہوئی جس میں مسلمانوں سے یہ کہا گیا ان آیات میں درج ذیل باتوں کا ذکر ہے سب سے پہلے مسلمانوں کے مخالفین ان کی جانوں کے در پہ ہوں گے اور ان کو مالی نقصان پہنچانے کی بھی کوشش کریں گے اس طرح انہیں جانی مالی دونوں طرح سے آزمائش پیش آ کر رہے گی یہی صورتحال ہے جسے آج ہم اپنی آنکھوں سے دیکھ رہے ہیں 
دوسرا کہا گیا کہ تم غیر مسلموں کی جانب سے بہت تکلیف دہ باتیں سنو گے آج کل یہی سامنے آ رہا ہے ہر جلوس میں مسلمانوں کے خلاف اشتعال انگیز نعرے لگائے جا رہے ہیں اینکرز ہے ٹی وی چینلز ہے ان کے دین اور ایمان کے خلاف ہر قسم کی بغاوت اور ہر قسم کے کلمات بول رہے ہیں انہیں دھمکیاں دی جاتی ہے انہیں ملک بدر کرنے کے منصوبے بنائے جاتے ہیں وغیرہ تیسرا ان حالات میں مسلمانوں سے کہا گیا ہے کہ صبر کرو صبر کا مطلب ہر طرح کی اذیتیں برداشت کرنا ہے ہاتھ پر ہاتھ دھرے نہیں بیٹھنا بلکہ اس کا مطلب یہ ہے کہ استقامت کا مظاہرہ کرنا دین پر جمے رہنا اور مصیبت و آزمائشوں سے پریشان اور ملول نہیں ہو جانا چوتھا کہا گیا کہ اللہ سے ڈرو یعنی ہر حال میں اللہ کی رضا کو پیش نظر رکھو اس کی مرضی کے کام کرو اور ان کاموں سے بچو جس سے اس کا غذب بھڑکتا ہے اپنے ذاتی پرسنل لائفز میں بھی اس کا مطلب یہ ہے کہ اللہ کے علاوہ اور کسی سے نہ ڈرو دشمن چاہے جتنا تمہارے در پہ ہو تمہیں نقصان پہنچانے کی کوشش کرے تم ذرا بھی پریشان نہ ہو ذرا بھی کمزوری نہ دکھاؤ پانچواں کہا گیا کہ صبر اور تقوی عظیمت کے کاموں میں سے ہے جو لوگ ان دونوں چیزوں کو مضبوطی سے پکڑتے ہیں ان کا کامیاب ہونا یقینی ہے اشتعال نہیں ہوتے ریئیکٹ نہیں کرتے اور بالکل بل بلا نہیں اٹھتے بلکہ صبر اور استقامت کے ساتھ جم جاتے سورہ عالِ عمران ہی میں دوسرے مقام پر کہا گیا اگر تم صبر سے کام لو اللہ سے ڈر کر کام کرتے رہو تو تمہارے دشمنوں کی کوئی تدبیر تمہارے خلاف کارگر نہیں ہو سکتی ہے جو کچھ یہ کر رہے ہیں اللہ اسے گھیرے ہوئے ہیں آیت نمبر ون ٹوینٹی اور سورہ عالِ عمران ہی میں اللہ تعالیٰ آخری میں فرماتا ہے صابر و رابط و تخ اللہ اللہ صبر کے ساتھ جمے رہو باطل کے مقابلے میں پامردگی دکھاؤ اور حق کے لیے کمر بستہ رہو تم ہی کامیاب رہو گے حالات سے نپٹنے کا یہ الہی نسخے ہیں اسے استعمال کرنے میں صد فیصد کامیابی کی ضمانت ہے ہمیں اسے آزما کر دیکھنا چاہیے اللہ ہماری مدد فرمائے آمین سمامین فگیونس Forgiveness is a process where someone who has been wronged chooses to let go of the resentment, treat the wrongdoer with compassion. Forgiveness ka matlab ye nahi hai ki you forget or you condone the wrongdoing or it means to reconcile the relationship or grant legal mercy. No, you can't forgive a person while in no way believing that their actions were acceptable or justified. During our whole lifespan, different people wrong us in a manner we want or not, whether it be friends, relatives or our loved ones or strangers. Everybody around us hurt us in one way or other. Some hurts do not go away easily. Some can turn into trauma. And as they say, resentments that are held long in the body and not forgiven speak out in the form of psychosomatic diseases or other various things even cancer and many other diseases have been linked to psychosomatic problems where the emotional states and unresolved emotions over time can lead to various forms of tension built up in body and illnesses so what is forgiveness 
forgiveness is an emotional change that occurs within a person who has been wronged it gives us the power to choose our life it gives us the ability to choose the state of our mind and to be happy and not be a victim of the person who caused us wrong in any way whether knowingly or unknowingly so it is a decision to overcome pain that was inflicted by some other person it means to let go of anger resentment shame and other emotions that come along with injustice even though they are reasonable feelings treating the offender with compassion even though they are not entitled to it they may never be entitled to compassion but treating them with compassion and here comes the beautiful saying of quran where allah subhanahu wa taala says that you be compassionate you be kind to the person who is your enemy and you will see that the one who is your enemy becomes your bosom's friend repel evil with good so forgiveness isn't reconciliation to forgive does not mean you have to repair or return to the relationship forgiveness does not mean that you forget about the injustice done no we are leaving everything to allah subhanahu wa taala allah subhanahu wa taala is ever watchful ever seer he knows it all and he is the most just he will bring to justice each and every deed so he'll bring to justice in this world and the next we don't have to inflict pain or to suffer he is the best reposer of affairs disposer of affairs forgiveness does not mean we excuse the offender's behavior no forgiveness does not mean that we grant legal mercy to offender no forgiveness does not mean to let go but also wishing for revenge so the four phases of forgiveness are uncovering decision work and deepening phase in the first one of forgiveness you will improve your understanding of injustice how it has impacted your life during the second decision phase you will gain a deeper understanding of what forgiveness is and make the decision to choose or reject forgiveness as an option during the work 3 phase you will start to understand the offender in a new way which will allow positive feeling toward offender and yourself and the four deepening phase is the final phase you will increase your positive emotions thereby decreasing negative emotions emotions associated with injustice you may find meaning and experiences recognize ways in which you have grown as a result so uncovering forgiveness phase during this phase you will improve your understanding of injustice and how it has impacted you so journal or think about various prompts to begin exploring so think about the injustices you have endured how people have hurt you what have caused you trauma who have caused you hurt what have happened and why was this treatment unfair to you journal it write it down and think about it now as you think about these injustices or unfair treatment to you done since childhood till present date or at any moment of life how have the injustices affected you 
so you may circle any of the examples or describe them or you may feel free to add something else that isn't you know listed are there any painful emotions of anger or shame that have affected you did you see any changed behavior from your side that example you are avoiding new relationships because you see every other relationships as problematic it has cost you practically your time or money the years or any other form changed world view you think people are all level or any other kind of world view cognitive rehearsal you have rec- recurring thoughts about that injustice you play it again and again physical harm injuries from abuse or scars etc now there is a decision phase to forgiveness where you will gain a deeper understanding of what forgiveness is and make decision to choose or reject forgiveness as an option so without looking at any definition how would you describe forgiveness what is forgiveness to you what does forgiveness mean to you for example forgiveness means to me that i just want allah subhanahu wa taala to forgive me and therefore i want to forgive and forget everything i dispose of all my affairs unto allah subhanahu wa taala i know he is the wakil he is my wali and wakil in this world and the next so i entrust all my affairs unto him i leave my friends and foes unto him and he is my best caretaker he is the best of planners he is the best of plotters of those who plot and he is my muhafiz fallahu khairun hafiza wa huwa arhamur rahimin he is the best of those who protect and when i have taken his handhold when i have fastened my seat belt unto him when i have taken hold of his strong rope so i don't need to worry about anything else i just need to keep going and to be mindful of him and to let go and he'll pay me inshallah in both the worlds for this act because i am forgiving someone for his sake so the reward is also from his side many people struggle with the decision to forgive because they know that they have the right to be angry while offender does not have right to kindness making decision to forgive means letting go of these resentments which you have every right to hold so you can heal so forgiveness is healing yourself letting go of the resentments letting go and letting go does not mean that we don't have right to hold we have every right to hold those resentments be angry be you know angry keep the resentments and take revenge but we let go as a decision as a choice so that we can heal so what are the pros and cons of deciding to forgive person who wronged you now that we are undergoing this session we are probably on the way to forgive somebody and we already know that we want to forgive and forget right so what are the pros of forgiving the person you want to forgive for example the person i would like to forgive or i want to forgive people because allah subhanahu wa taala forgives me and his mercy his grace his maghfira is what i crave for and i don't want 
to be among those people who have malice in their hearts so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will leave them to themselves until they unite i don't want to be among the people who have anything any regret or resentment in their heart as prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam has guaranteed jannah to a plain simple believer on three consecutive days and when his life was study he said he didn't have any special deeds to his account except that he forgives every person each night and the beautiful honor of authentic living in which i approach allah subhanahu taala during this life with qalban salim qalb munib with a clean heart with a submissive heart with a pure heart and this life and the next allah created me with qalban salim and pure fitra and i want to remain in a state of fitra and when i return back to him i want to be in that state so these are the pros of forgiving the person and some of the other forms of benefit are i don't want to give them space in my head or in my life if i hate somebody so much if i dislike them so much why would i give them even a minute or a second in my head or in my life to waste time is the most precious thing and i just don't want to keep brooding and pondering over the revenge or the resentments in my heart or in my mind i don't want to give them any space furthermore so as to cause me any damage i just want to let go and i don't even want to see their face so why i would ever want them to be in my head recurring and repeatedly being there in my head space right so for that matter i'll just let it go i don't want to hold on to any resentments or any kind of emotional baggage that will lead to any kind of psychosomatic diseases in future simply because i held it and didn't let it go so maybe i am healing for myself i'm forgiving it for myself i'm forgiving i'm letting go for myself and not because the person deserves it no the person may or may not deserve it but i am forgiving because i am worthy of it i am worthy of healing and i need this that's why i am forgiving forgiving does not mean that i have to reconcile the relationship reunite with them rebond with them or to forgive and forget the wrong they have done no i am forgiving it for my own sake what are the cons of deciding to forgive the person who have wronged you you can think about it what is holding you back what cons what things hold you back from giving them forgiveness or allowing forgiveness to happen to you maybe it be it is the fact that when you forgive you'll have to reconcile or you have to reunite with them or you forget the hurt or shame that has been caused to you you lower yourself and all those things so you can think about those cons so that those limiting beliefs that are holding you back can be dealt with now whether or not you have made decision to forgive you can describe how things might be different if you decide to do so and be as specific as possible write it down think about it so 
you have made or not made the decision to forgive it's your choice but how things might be different if you decide to do so if you decide to forgive can things be different maybe you can think if you forgive you will let go of the emotional fog baggage the space in your head that's occupying your mind or your subconscious mind or any part of you so why to give that space to anybody to reside or to give a rented place even for that they are not giving any rent so maybe when i choose to forgive i might become carefree or i will care less about what people think and i will make my own boundaries and will not care about anybody else and just rise above everything forgiving everybody and thus granting me a space a vision a bird's eye view from where i can be generous and merciful to everybody regardless of how and what they did to me how they behaved or behave with me in present past or future i give them off control i let go of that control i snatch them off their control to control me in a manner where they control my state of mind where they control whether i be reactionary i be gentle or tit for tat as they behave with me and various other things so i think if i forgive and if i go through this i'll be a happy carefree person i will lighten my load a bit if not whole of it but to some extent i can lighten up so the third phase is working through forgiveness during the work phase of forgiveness you will start to understand the offender in a new way which will allow positive feelings toward the offender and yourself people have hurt you they have caused you trauma they have caused you a huge emotional or physical or whatever kind of turmoil in your life so learning to understand the offender to see them as more than their own doing is an important part of forgiveness however it must be stressed that understanding does not mean condoning one can understand another person without believing the actions acceptable so maybe you know everybody is a human be it our parents or teachers or the people we hold in authority or those who hold us in authority or we think that they are on a certain pedestal or the people who are below us or above us everybody is a person a human being so nobody is perfect nobody is beyond any you know proof so maybe we ourselves must have caused harm to anybody else or hurt to anybody else in our lives knowingly or unknowingly even when we must have practiced it so well then to maybe unknowingly we must have impacted our impacted them by our behavior or something right so think whether we can respond to these prompts what was life like for offender as they grew up may this have impacted their behavior what was life like for offender at the time of the offense so maybe you are thinking about some of those people who have offended you who have caused you great hurt few people or maybe a single person is coming to your mind so as we come from a neutral 
space without judging them or judging ourselves what we can see is as children what was life like for them as they grew up maybe they have some difficulties or some difficult relationships growing up or maybe they have some upbringing issues or whatever maybe this must have impacted their behavior the reason they have behaved with us in a certain way or they behave with us or they have caused us hurt or harm or trauma must have come from their upbringing or the type of conditioning they must have grown up in an environment right maybe so what was life like for the offender at the time of offense maybe when they were misbehaving with us or when they did harm to us or hurt us caused us trauma in a whatever sense so what was or what must life be like for them at that time maybe they must have been growing through something difficult in life or we could never imagine that if we are able to see from a different perspective that they must have been going through some issues that we can't see and that led them to those behavior or those traumatic actions or hurt or harm that they must have caused us or whatever so observing and just observing it from a different perspective without judging ourselves for them from a neutral perspective no in a way to forgive or to let go but just observing them as children or as a from a neutral perspective list the feeling you currently have toward offender and now as you have you must have viewed it from other perspective other side of the coin or from another part some of the feelings must have cropped up in your heart and what are those feelings just try to delve into those feeling maybe it's pity it's sympathy or it's anger or it's jealousy or it's hurt or it's any other feeling or it's neutral what are the feelings that you have your feeling towards them did you list any positive feelings towards them what are feelings you have been feeling right now are there any positive feelings that you might be feeling if so describe them for example if you feel pity for them why you are feeling pity for them if you are feeling sympathetic for them why if not describe how your negative feeling have changed over time or have they any in any form lessened so maybe as you have gone through a, for example through their life or childhood you have seen them to be on a downside to have their own insecurities they were so insecure in their bringings or they were not privileged enough in their upbringing so they are the person they have become person that they are today and maybe they must have offended you caused you hurt or harm and at that time of life they were dealing through insecurities or jealousy or some traumas or calamities of their own or whatever in a manner we don't know that must have led to that kind of behavior so maybe we feel pity for them or maybe we feel pity for them because of not knowing if they would have known it better they would have done it better so maybe people are not the behavior people allah subhanahu wa taala created on fitra everybody each and everybody but then later on they become whatever they are 
be it religion or be it the person they want to be so whatever life they have chosen over time is their choice and maybe knowingly or unknowingly they became what they are today and maybe they are not truly a wholly 100% a bad person maybe there is some 0.001% to goodness in them some of the goodnesses of good habits might be in them and we can say they might not be completely 100% evil even if they seem to be evil list or describe your negative feelings and how much your negative feelings have changed over time or have they lessened or improved or new stayed neutral just let yourself know by grading it now the fourth phase is deepening phase of forgiveness where you will decrease the negative emotions associated with that injustice you will find meaning in the experiences and recognize ways in which you have grown as a result now how have you benefited by forgiving offender if you think that you want to forgive somebody so have you benefited in any way or how you will benefit if you forgive consider how forgiveness has affected your emotional health behavioral changes that resulted from injustice time energy spent thinking about offender so what forgiveness will lead to improvement in your emotional health in your behavioral changes what changes or what positive things will result if you forgive and describe how you have grown because of injustice of all the hurt and the harm or trauma caused to you or the injustice you have endured over time how you have grown up because of those things if it wouldn't have been there you would have grown different but because of that trauma hurt or harm you are what you are today and also focus on your efforts to forgive have you taken enough efforts to forgive to let go how has your world view changed are you stronger than you were before deciding to forgive so maybe because of those injustice harm or hurt you are not a person you were before but still that percentage of efforts or striving in which you want to forgive the person means that you are on your way to forgiveness now if you have taken a step towards forgiveness how has your world view changed is there something that has changed or that will change yes definitely maybe it can be certainly letting go of old beliefs old values or maybe you know holding boundaries holding values that are close to your heart not allowing the person to overstep your limits not allowing the person or the like thereof to take advantage of you or take you for granted for that matter not allowing yourself to become bitter so are you stronger than you were before deciding to forgive these are some of the things that you need to focus on before we move on to the forgiveness journey journal it write it review it over time 
टुडे आई वॉन्ट टू टॉक टू यू रिगार्डिंग स्ट्रेंदनिंग अ माइंड और हीलिंग एंड स्ट्रेंदनिंग इज रमज़ान वे वट साइकोलॉजी से इज़ अबाउट हीलिंग और स्ट्रेंदनिंग अ माइंड हाउ आई वी यू नो हील और स्ट्रेंदन आ सर्ज वाय कुरान एंड रमज़ान सो रमज़ान इज़ अ मंथ ऑफ सेलिब्रेशन ऑफ कुरान वी ऑल नो दैट रमज़ान इज़ अ मंथ इन विच मुस्लिम फास्ट एंड वी ऑल द बेसिक प्रिंसिपल्स वी डेफिनेटली नो बट द कंसेप्ट सीक्रेट बिहाइंड रमज़ान वेरी फ्यू पीपल नो इज वाई आउट ऑफ ऑल द मंथ्स इन द ट्वेल्व मंथ्स रमज़ान हैज़ बीन मेड दैट स्पेशल द स्पेशलिटी ऑफ रमज़ान इज बिकॉज ऑफ कुरान सो बेसिकली इट्स अ मंथ इन विच द कुरान वॉज रिवील्ड एंड अ नाइट इन विच द कुरान वॉज रिवील्ड इज कॉल्ड द नाइट ऑफ पावर एंड दीज आर द टेन डेज इन विच वी आर सर्चिंग फॉर दैट नाइट ऑफ पावर द नाइट ऑफ पावर द नाइट द ब्लेस्ड नाइट ऑन विच द कुरान वॉज रिवील्ड हैज़ बीन मेड प्रेशियस सो ब्यूटिफुल एंड सो इम्पॉर्टेंट दैट इट्स इम्पॉर्टेंट मोर दैन द इक्वे वैलेंस ऑफ थाउजेंड मंथ्स वट डू यू नो अबाउट शब खद्र शब खद्र इज यू नो मच मोर इम्पॉर्टेंट इट्स बेटर दैन थाउजेंड मंथ्स सो वट डज कुरान एंड मुस्लिम्स एंड रमज़ान हैज़ टू डू सो फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल आई वुड लाइक टू ब्रेक द बिगेस्ट मिथ ऑफ ऑल द मिथ दैट कुरान इज़ अ बुक ओनली फॉर मुस्लिम्स नो कुरान इज़ अ बुक फॉर ऑल मैन काइंड इट्स अ बुक दैट्स नॉट ओनली रिजर्व फॉर मुस्लिम्स बट इट्स अ बुक दैट्स ओपन फॉर ऑल द नेक्स्ट मिथ और द फैक्ट आई वुड लाइक टू एलेबरेट टू यू इज इट्स द only book that's most read over in the world is a book the most read book the book that is read mostly repeatedly often is the quran unfortunately the book which is most read but with little understanding or with no understanding at all is also quran so what does quran has to do with understanding and what does quran has to do with you know thinking and all that process isn't it a religious book that aims to just earn rewards and points what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in surah yunus chapter yunus 57 to 58 is people a teaching from your lord has come to you a healing for what's in your hearts and guidance and mercy for believers tell them o prophet let them rejoice in allah's grace and mercy through which this book has come to you it's better than all the riches that they accumulate so basically what allah subhanahu wa taala or what our lord your and mine our creator is telling us is that healing has come to your teaching which is a healing and a mercy for the believers for those who are believe believers or those who try to understand obviously who are believers the one who believe in it and once who will understand it read it and then they will believe in it so let them rejoice in allah's grace and mercy through which this book has it's better than all the riches that accumulate so basically it's a celebration of quran and it's a month in which it's a month of great transformation you know all the days and the weeks are equal alike but this month is full of downpour 
the similarity or the simile of the metaphor for this month is like a downpour like a rain falls on ponds lakes pits and oceans and rocks each one derives blessings and benefits upon the way it receives it with the limited capacity or with the open arms to the guidance healing mercy and gratitude so the rainfall benefits a fertile land with you know the seed turns into a sapling it bears you know leaves it turns into a tree and bears eternal fruits but to a barren land or rocks it doesn't make any difference the water goes away slides away and even though it has been a downpour it doesn't have any effect on it or the simile of ramzan is like a gold mine where a person enters a gold mine and comes after a month from it now what do you expect a person entering a gold mine full of gold to come out with so even the lamest person shall come out with a pebble or two of gold but if it doesn't then that's questionable right similar is a case of ramzan ramzan is a month of transformation long lasting changes it's a training period in which you know the shaitan the external forces that usually bind us is changed and we are left to our own free will to form new habits to form new uh, strength and vigor to do good deeds and to reanalyze reshuffle and recalibrate our lives so it is a month in which you know we get to know ourselves from inside out it's a month in which we are secluded we are connected to the creator and yet we are so social that we earn the pleasure of allah by being cooperative or by being socially active by giving out zakat by giving out food to the needy by you know bearing with the hunger pangs and thirst just the way other people bear it 368 days so you know we get to know our inner potential that we are not limited to we are not attached or we are not tied down to anything in the world we cannot be tied down to anything merely by our love or attachment so it's a month in which you know we increase our tolerance and what is tolerance uh, tolerance is being in the fact where you know people are going into ice dips for from few seconds to minutes and to hours to activate the parasympathetic nervous system they are employing various mind body techniques like stretching ourselves pushing daily beyond one's limit we go to gym and we push daily to our limits various top down techniques mind body regulation techniques like meditation or bottom to up top bottom top technique like yoga are being you know used or people are slowing down the pace of life mindfully observing connecting with oneself plus the creator right people are flocking to mindfulness sessions meditation meditation sessions or people are flocking to detox themselves so that they detox their mind body soul and come out cleaner so what is zakat zakat is basically a detoxification phase zakat is detoxification where it detoxifies or it purifies our wealth detoxification of wealth so basically detachment theory where nothing 
टाइज मी डाउन और नथिंग कैन टाई मी डाउन राइट वे आई एम फ्री एंड आई एम माई ओन डिसीजन मेकर सो वी मस्ट लर्न टू टेक चार्ज ऑफ वट हैपन्स इन माइंड एंड बिकम इंडिपेंडेंट फ्राम डिक्टेट्स ऑफ बॉडी एज लॉन्ग एज वी ओवे द सोशली कंडीशन स्टिमुलस रिस्पॉन्स पैटर्न दैट एक्सप्लॉयट आर बायोलॉजिकल इंक्वाइनेशंस वी आर कंट्रोल फ्राम आउटसाइड एंड आर पपेट टू द लूज स्ट्रिंग्स रेडी टू बी मैन हैंडल्ड एंड मैनिपुलेटेड इन हुज इट फॉल्स टू द एक्सटेंट दैट ए ग्लैमरस एड मेक्स अलाइवेट फॉर द प्रोडक्ट sold or that are from from boss pulls a day we are not free to experience to determine the content of experience so balance control and moderation is the key right how to get everlasting happiness and get oneself out of clutches of genes or biological needs or societal conditioning freeing oneself from shackles of ego mind body and social control is way through control over consciousness which in turn leads to control over quality of experience if we want quality of life we need to be having quality experience so control over consciousness is not simply a cognitive skill and it needs you know a specific training that we undergo a training experience so that we rise above it all it's not enough to know how to do it one must do it consistently in the same way as athletes musicians keep practicing what they know in theory so basically ramzan is a time where we put theory into practice and it's not only just saying it all but believing in it fasting in ramzan is practical training session to what's learned in theory and it does not leave you with a theory but gives you an opportunity and supports and encourages you to strive in an environment that's conducive you to so maximize your rewards plus form habits you know that are kind of otherwise cruel some or seem impossible to go beyond our comfort zone so we also know the autophagy science experiment by japanese cell biologist yoshi noro ohsomi who won the nobel prize in 2016 for his research on how cells recycle and renew their content a process called autophagy and how fasting helps with autophagic process with the cells you know kind of destroy the cancerous cells fasting activates autophagy and which helps slow down aging process has a positive impact on cell renewal how to get a lasting happiness and get oneself out of clutches of genes social conditioning is now in our own hands so if we fast we have the health benefits as well but fasting is not only about health benefits it's more than that control over consciousness the book flow mihali in the book flow said control over consciousness cannot be institutionalized it we see in islam every ritual has been institutionalized the whole community does it together with you know commitment zest sense of belonging a social order and which benefits not only the individual at mind body soul level but 
at individual level also the person contributes maximizes synergizes the potential and in this blessed month especially by fasting zakat iftar collective eid celebrations sadqa jariya haj umrah among other festivities there is collective institutionalization of the rituals where people feel a sense of belonging ruh is pure pristine from allah free from all attachments that is connected to allah nafs is attached to desires that uh, you know the body needs or the manipulative nafs is manipulative and it falls to temptations and allah swears by nafs alawama the repentant soul the turning when i am here should be to unplug these shackles from chains and shackles of shaitan corrupted nafs or soul and pull it towards almighty we must learn to take charge of what happens in mind and become independent from dictates of the mind so if we can do that then we can say that yeah we are free and we actually are not controlled by our you know mind or by other factors but we are in total control as long as you obey socially conditioned stimulus response pattern they exert a biological influence so having said all this doesn't mean if there were no scientific evidences benefits we would still be doing it as a command from a lord and he knows what is best for us better than ourselves even if it be against our own it may be that you dislike what allah wills and vice versa but the beauty of islam is it gives us innumerable worldly benefits along with abundance of reward in the year after comfort zone prophet sallallahu alaihi used to pray extensively so much till his feet sore up until he said shouldn't i be a grateful servant of allah it was it gives way to hypocrisy and the fake you know life the fast life that we see hypocrisy fasting is for me alone it cannot be blemished with you know anything so basically fasting is fighting hypocrisy or the fake life we have sent down in the quran that which is the healing and a mercy to those who believe healing rahma mercy grace people for whom people who are mindful mercy to those who believe those who are mindful those who you know make the quran their guide and the book of law favored with the blessing of allah they are cured of all the mental psychological moral cultural diseases healing for broken spirits hope for a spiritual future and all it's unfortunate being upheld of this noble book noble way we why we don't see any long, long lasting changes because ramzan comes and goes and we you know kind of don't pay heed to it we just want to celebrate it as a month and then the month passes and tada bye bye quran is the most read book on earth but most read without understanding festival that comes and goes campaign that runs and ends in fact ramzan is a training drill without shaitan to help us train adapt and fight influence of shaitan our selfish desire and explore noble soul to become the best version of who we are it brings our focus and locus of attention for external validation to the central alignment external validation of people pleasing hypocrisy show of boastfulness ego towards seeking you know self validation or validation from allah subhanahu wa taala alone approval and pleasure of only one being our own creator when believer hears it he benefits from it memorizes it furqan it's a criterion between right and wrong so the focus comes focus become the focus becomes clear central focus on allah you know we become centered on allah and the akhirah during ramzan easy to control ourselves not to fall out of sins 
ट्रेनिंग टू एक्सपीरियंस लोकस ऑफ कंट्रोल टॉलरेंस हम कहाँ से हमारी इलेक्ट्रिसिटी फॉर्मेंट इस्लाम टीचर टॉलरेंस सो साइको एनलिस सिगमेंट फ्लू से डोमिनेशन ऑफ इम्पल्स फर्स्ट सर्वेंट ऑफ जीन्स दैन सोसाइटी साइको एनलिस्ट सिगमेंट फ्लूड इज अ फेमस साइकोलॉजी से डोमिनेशन ऑफ इम्पल्स इज देर इन मैन and then he becomes first servant to genes and then society which controls him reclaiming back your power no longer responding to rewards and punishments or control of society but to achieve such autonomy person has to learn to reward herself not depending on joyous circumstances of what society taught her to be felt after drastic change in attitude what important what's now practically every desire pain or pleasure that is being part of human nature has been exploited as source of social control gender exploitation gender attraction for example is a reflex responsibility in our genes for preservation of species not for purpose of personal advantage alone instead of submitting and surrendering to the facts of nature or biological programming the sexual wants or thirst hunger greed craving for more we can certainly try to improve them tame them balance them out and use it in proportion rather than making mischief in the world plain pain and pleasure occur in consciousness exists only there so how does quran kind of you know act and strengthen us you who believe fasting is prescribed for those who you as it was prescribed for those before you so you, you may be a mindful of god how is piety or mindfulness achieved through fasting in quran piety or quran hudal al muttaqin guidance for pious faring lalakum tattaqun consciousness awareness determination resolve taqwa is a mindful to avoid strength like reflex action to shield the fire flaring up denial of through disobedience of show the right fasting gives strength by belief in unseen sure shot so this life is just like you know one single fasting day no matter how does it go but you know you are rewarded in the end a plenty so that's the beauty of fasting and the metaphor where it's compared to life as a whole and we get rewarded so taqwa is to be mindful to avoid strength when we see what is taqwa it's a shield a reflex action when we see fire we become conscious so fasting gives strength by relief in unseen sure shot iftar abstention from desire mark of obedience to allah inculcates strength to stop oneself from evil throughout the reinforces the belief rewards with allah a far more precious invaluable and satisfying than material sensual temporary urges of hunger thirst or sex what correlation does fasting has in ramzan gift of quran bestowed on blessed night of power responsibility of being trusted in custodian of quran understanding quranic messengers for whole mankind healing and mercy not alone for muslims makes life meaningful guide to true path means man's dual responsibility will i will to accept and act upon it accepting it as a cure healing conveying guidance revelation was ikhra reading to others is a part of reading so the purpose of creation is to come out of all from a slavery bondage and shackles and to those systems narratives propaganda the belittle human beings make them submissive unto each other false demigods of creation of god let them come under the single leadership of one true master almighty allah 
obedience to Allah alone where a slave refuses to bow down to any other conveying to the quranic mission demand high quality of character continuously rising level of thought and action extraordinary resolve so why does ramzan doesn't stick with us is because of the impulse based attitude you just go with the flow with no planning intention resolve or make anniversary of revelation of quran gift of quran fasting is different from more than just what we consume in our mouth starting to work on patience being extra vigilant about our conversation eyes a person who doesn't give us lies falsehood allah is not obliged by slurred or hunger thus my lord my own people have made this quran object of ridicule mockery so mind body connection and it's time that we know our inner worth potential and we perform to our level best just like a farmer sows the seeds we too need to sow the seed intentions niyat and resolve rather the living versus dead strength and weight of action depend on intention you born with quran avoiding disobedience to allah excess moderation quest for goodness use of faculties zikr azkar dua forgiveness service to humanity call to ibada acts of nature gesture hustlers going with where the majority is going doing what the majority is doing with a consciousness go opposite to less achieve more read less for understand try to slowing down the pace of life is essential you are sure not everyone happens to live it automatically entitled to get lessons of it the one who automatically lives to see ramzan doesn't become entitled to its blessings unless and until we make conscious efforts the rain downpour of blessing is differs so what's going to be your share from treasures of ramzan are you fertile soil soft hearted moist eyed who sows the seed of belief and determination inside of yourself seed will grow into sapling sapling into tree and good deeds just like farmers you show so shall you reap the more you toil the more you get but if you remain hard hearted like farmer slip when it was time to wake up and work blessings of ramzan and travel plus without benefiting you nothing is achieved without allah's will but allah's will favors those who strive hard in his way seek and listen to what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says walk him a foot he'll walk two feet if you sense still impervious or believers then allah's will cannot be favor there are many who fast pray at night but get nothing from the hunger thirst wakefulness or sleepless nights understanding is more important than quantity lack of consistency in spiritual high maybe it's because we usually jump straight from a phone conversation into takbir or because we just go with the flow in ramzan we are influenced by environment around us and not our own real feeling failure to have permanent result and instead of high we drop down to lowest levels on eat day itself plan ahead of ramzan plan it out to catch comparison between comparison based goal setting So the hadith says that rich is the one who finds Ramzan but doesn't ensure his salvation. How one can ensure one's salvation? How can we ensure that we are being forgiven by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala? It's by analyzing our lives. Ramzan is the time where we analyze our lives, where we analyze our mind, body, soul, and heart, where we analyze our different domains of life, whether it be it's spiritual or intellectual or financial or every aspect. and we plan and make irada niya and we are productive and we you know kind of 
go through the various aspects of our life quality control check for khushu khuzu for relationships self analysis and planning as per different traits in our personality domains of life we do ponder at the sab and plan out upgrade accordingly relationships are held our intellectual capacity our family relationships are clear contribution so we need to stop and lies our connection with allah cross check our intentions our priorities of fasting ibadah controlling anger mood swings am i fasting it for myself or for allah subhanahu taala quality control you know check for khushu khuzu for ibadah so basically ramzan is a time in which you know quran was revealed ramzan is a time in which the celebration of quran is the anniversary of quran so today i want to break the biggest myth for you quran is a book of guidance for all not only muslims the most read book in the world yet the mostly read book without any understanding the secret muslims don't themselves know how they will share to you prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam upon whom it was revealed is a reward the most of all among all prophets so many prophets pay you know kind of came with different kind of messages yet prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is reward the most why because of this noble book and it was revealed upon him and it is the last and the only guidance book for all human kind so the myth i want to shatter today is prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is not alone for muslims he is not the mentor a guide he is not a messenger alone for muslim but he has been sent for whole humanity he is a prophet for you and me both so like muslims you know a kind of aajkal hum dekhte ke khabza ya gunda gardi ka jo log movies mein portray karte hain ki most of the muslims wo gunde hote hain ya bhai log hote hain ya apun ka area yahan phatakne ka nahi ya apun ki bandi hai usko pata nahi patane ka nahi agar itna der andar dam hota to itna insecure thodi feel karta ladki hai koi pet nahi ki pakad ke rakhenge she has her own choices usko tere andar quality nazar aayegi wo choose karegi asafa karegi if she looks looks for mobile or is a gold digger so ummat jis par nazil hui ummat muslima ye ummat nahi all people you and me after prophet sallam all are part of umma you and me ye muslims nahi jo you know kind of ye ummat mein nahi hai jo muslims ganja pikar suttega swag mein hero giri karte phirte ye muslim girls bhi nahi hai jo burqa miskini थ्री फोर पेन का इनावे फ्लॉन्ट करें और लड़कों की क्रश बनकर घूमती फिर कहाँ है फिर वो जिसका हाई स्टेटस दिया गया रमज़ान किसके लिए है कौन है वो कौन है वो जिसके लिए रमज़ान आया इट्स नॉट नेसेसरली मुस्लिम सलोन गॉड से इमरान लास्ट एंड ऑफ दोज पर्स इज द बुक दे बिलीव इन वट हैज़ बीन रिवील टू दैम एंड वट हैज़ बीन रिवील टू यू एंड डो नॉट सेल वर्सेज फॉर ट्रेडियल अमाउंट फॉर दैम इज़ रिवॉर्ड विद द लॉर्ड अल्लाह स्विफ्ट इन अकाउंट दोज माइंडफुल ऑफ गॉड एंड दैट इज़ रीज़न फॉर फास्टिंग ऑल द लाइफ ऑफ विलीवर इज वन टू गॉड You are my creator. He alone is the one who created me, the one who guides me, the one who gives me food and water to drink. And when I fall sick, it's He alone who cures me. Is the du'a of Ibrahim, the Khalilullah, the friend of Allah who passed, who surpassed all the test of time, and He got the label of friend of Allah, the man who is revered as father of the world's one-third population of majority and followers of religion, Jews, Christian, Muslim. So, friends, you know. prophetic dua what kind of friends he is the friend of allah and what kind of friends he chose allah as his friend and guide who can be better than our own creator as a friend and guide but who are our friends you know there is beautiful dua of prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam where he said i seek refuge in refuge in you from rejoicing of enemies or a friend who is in watch for my downfall 
or whose company causes my hair to turn green. You are in my creator. The one who created us is closer to us than our jugular vein. You know, we usually go by the color status, trying hard to create identity, lack of connect in family, loved ones, or even no family member would benefit other. Quran says, then what are you striving for? The ones who, for whom we sacrifice life, we undergo so much pressure and we later on think that why we have suffered so much for the family member who didn't care for us. We are always in search for love. But what does Islam say? Marry for character, not for money, fame or looks or lineage. Automatically you will find love. Don't get attached. Don't go out of So learning to detach yourself from your desires is a great power. So there Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put opposite genders attraction the Lord has been there. So are we a kind of subservient to our genes or our biology or physiology? As such, or are we really in control? Do we get, you know, kind of easily manipulated like puppets by ads, campaigns, and lures of the glamorous world? Or are we competent enough to decide and choose the right path or the right course for ourselves where we don't get merely influenced by some influencer or peer pressure but we decide in actual what I wanna do what's my purpose in life where do I stand Do I matter? Or rather, did I matter? So, you know, Yusuf al-Islam preferred jail over evil incitements or invites of all the women. Why to serve a turmoil for someone else? love the so-called love we say sare jhanjhat pyar ka panchnama palne ke and we all know ki what happens ranbir alia katrina khoob ghumaye chakkar chalaya and last me kya ho gaya settle with the one priority is right will the mind heart forget no will the heart be having that fresh first experience of rainfall chai biscuit together no 
जैसे ही इसे मोमेंट स्पेंड किए डिजावो अरे पहले ऐसा ही हो चुका है मैं कह रही हूँ मैं कह रहा हूँ ऐसे पहले भी हो चुका है नहीं तो नहीं कुसुम वेर इज़ यू लॉयल्टी डू वन हू यू डी मैज यू लाइफ पार्टनर पार्टनर फॉर लाइफ डू यू एक्सपेक्ट सच सबस्टैंड ऑफ यूर सेल्फ कोई भी सेकेंड हैंड थर्ड हैंड चलेगा इन मैरिज नो इन अफेयर्स येस ट्रायल हरा चलेगा गर्लफ्रेंड वर्फर चलेगा किसने क्या क्या ट्राई किया क्या लेवल पता चलेगा देन वाई वी आर डूइंग दिस वी ऑलवेज वी ऑलवेज क्रेविंग वैलिडेशन अपमेंट अप्रूवल ऑफ अदर्स अल्हा मुतकासर यू हैव डन सुपरसीडर रीच व इन रीच टू वर्ज एक्वायरिंग मोर एंड मोर टिल यू रीच दैट बेड एंड ओनली दर्थ कैन फील योर क्वेंच और हंगर सो देर आर वेरियस अटैचमेंट स्टाइल्स एंड यू नो मिनिमलिज्म इज देर एंड डिटॉक्सीफिकेशन इज देर डी क्लटरिंग इज देर वेर वी नीड टू डी क्लटर आसर्स फ्राम द सोशल डी क्लटर प्रोसेस सोच लो बॉयफ्रेंड गर्लफ्रेंड रैंडम फिलोसफीज रिक्वेस्ट बडी पर सेटिस्फैक्शन फुलफिल मैंड लॉन्गिंग वी टर्निंग टू सर्फी सॉन्ग्स टर्निंग टू मेडिटेशन टाकिंग सीकिंग आंसर्स टू वेरियस थिंग इज सन ऑफ इब्रानी मावल डेट क्रिएशन ही क्वेश्चन इज ओन बिलीव ओन फादर इन सर्च फॉर हल्बन सलीम डी फॉर कंटेंट मै सेटिसफैक्शन लॉन्गिंग एंड फुलफिलमेंट द यूथ ऑफ कहाफ द क्वेश्चन द रूल ऑफ द टाइम डू शेल्टर इन केवन मिट दुआ रबन आती ना मिलदू का रहा इन कंतर वहाब सो प्रेजेंट डे सी ओ स्टीव जॉब्स थिंक आउट ऑफ द बॉक्स एवरी वन ड्राफ्ट Every Insta, everybody is hooked on to dopamine, exploiting us for selfish gain. Queen of Saba, she was a queen of you know the entire kingdom. She left her throne because you know she found the truth. Are we? Are we having that much? You know. strength bravery to go against it all musal aslam question is forced of father pharaoh himself he was a king and who claimed that he was god so what leads one to change life principles entirely or keeps us stuck where we are it our beliefs a limiting belief what defines our life our values attitude उसने दुशवार गुजार घाटी से जाना पसंद नहीं किया क्या है दुशवार गुजार घाटी किसी भूखे को खाना खिलाना यतीम के सर पर हाथ फेरना माल को गिन गिन कर नहीं रखा हेल्पिंग समोन इन नीड या असल मीनिंग है और बींग अ मुस्लिम खैरनास मनफुलनास नो हार्म टचर्स फॉर मी टू एनी अदर इनवर्ड आई एम कम्प्लीट सलामती आई एम पीस आई एम अ मुस्लिम आई एम एट पीस आई एम अ मुस्लिम I follow Islam. I follow peace. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. May peace and blessings of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala be upon you in His mercy. Knowing one's worth, in a potential to perform, not in sci-fi mode. Some questions to ask yourself: What are my values? Do I live in alignment with my values? What legacy am I leaving? the world after i am gone what deep needs do i have that aren't getting met how could i be more engaged in life how am i living or behaving inauthentically or mindfully who or what things am i tolerating that i really don't want in my life for example the news or the bombardment of fake news 
how am i making choices based on i should rather than i desire do i say yes to things i desire or yes to the things i should be doing how i am behaving as a reactor rather than an initiator in what ways do i diminish other people to make myself feel better for instance by cutting them in conversations or holding grudges saying much better example than them whatever where am i holding back forgiveness forgiving people who aren't sorry for the actions or rather even don't know or acknowledge that they are wrong even forgiving them back how do the people who surround me reflect who i am if i am surrounded by the best people around me it reflects the diversity of my character right so how the flock of birds around me behaves it says and means a lot some questions to ask yourself what are my values do i live in alignment with my values what legacy am i leaving the world after i am gone what deep needs do i have that aren't getting met how could i be more engaged in life how am i living or behaving in authentically or mindfully who or what things am i tolerating that i really don't want in my life for example the news or the bombardment of fake news how am i making choices based on i should rather than i desire do i say yes to things i desire or yes to the things i should be doing how i am behaving as a reactor rather than an initiator in what ways do i diminish other people to make myself feel better for instance by cutting them in conversations or holding grudges saying much better example than them whatever where am i holding back forgiveness forgiving people who aren't sorry for the actions or rather even don't know or acknowledge that they are wrong even forgiving them back how do the people who surround me reflect who i am if i am surrounded by the best people around me it reflects the diversity of my character right so how the flock of birds around me behaves it says and means a lot